Welcome to Grow Happy. Our podcast is available in Italian, English, and Spanish. In case you're listening for the first time, we would like to tell you that the members of our community include those that would like to learn about positive psychology and also those who are looking to improve their skills in any of these three languages. As always, we hope you're finding these episodes useful and we welcome your feedback at www.togrowhappy.com. We're very happy to welcome you to this new episode. Hi, Lily. Hi, Fernando. What is today's topic? Today's key topic is emotion-centered stress management. This is a coping strategy that can be used to regulate emotions. We will describe a three-step way to regulate your emotions. Step one, label your emotions. Step two, reframe your thoughts. And step three, find an emotional boost. You may remember from previous episodes that we recommend thinking of emotions as temporary states that can be regulated instead of controlled. The word coping refers to strategies of stress management. Some strategies supported by positive psychology can help us manage stress by acknowledging, confronting, reacting appropriately, exploring, reframing, or regulating as opposed to denying, suppressing, overreacting, or spinning out of control. When it comes to stress, we could classify stressors into two major categories. Those stressors that are under our control and those that are not under our control. Examples of factors that are under our control include setting an alarm for the next morning, making a choice to allow extra time in case there is traffic, or writing a list of all the important things we need for a trip. When things are under our control, we're better off using problem-solving strategies to deal with stress. Examples of factors that are not under our control include a power outage in the middle of the night, an accident that blocks traffic to work, or the cancellation of a flight due to bad weather. Since we can't control these types of stressors, and they may cause anxiety, fear, sadness, and anger, the best thing to do is to learn to deal with them in a productive and constructive way by using emotion-focused coping. This sounds pretty obvious, but... It is not necessarily what we do. Not only do we sometimes use the wrong coping strategies, but over time we can even create maladaptive patterns. Substance abuse, procrastination, or angry outbursts are clear examples of ineffective maladaptive patterns to deal with stress. Let's take procrastination as an example of maladaptive coping. By the way, this example can help us see that sometimes situations may require that we use a combination of both emotion and problem-solving focus strategies. What is procrastination? Procrastination is a conscious or subconscious way to push a task or situation to a later time because it makes us feel anxious. Let's say I have to fill out a job application and that makes me feel uncomfortable. Instead of filling out the job application, I may avoid the task and instead watch cats on YouTube. After watching cute little kittens for one hour, 
I remember that I still haven't filled out my job application and now I may feel even more anxious. In the case of procrastination, we often fail to cope with our emotions of anxiety and instead reach for something that distracts us by giving us temporary pleasure. So what can we do instead of procrastinating when we feel anxious? A good first step in using emotion-focused coping is to stop and see if we can bring awareness and mindfulness to the situation. Can we identify what is going on at that moment? Can we define the problem? Is the issue under our control or not under our control? If we are experiencing an emotion, how will we label the emotion? Perhaps I stop and realize that I'm avoiding filling out the job application because I feel nervous about job interviews. Just labeling our emotions can be a good first step in learning to regulate them. We can't change how we feel if we don't really know how we feel. Sometimes we even confuse our emotions. We can act angry when we're sad. We can snap at someone when the issue is that we're stressed about something that makes us feel insecure. Sometimes we're unkind to people that we love. We start arguments and we don't even know what's going on. For this reason, it is very important to learn how to be more mindful. Pay closer attention to our emotional world and explore and see if we can, at least, try to define what is really going on inside us. By the way, we sometimes mistake our emotions. Sometimes we eat when we don't realize we're actually just thirsty. In future episodes, we will have the opportunity to explore this idea further when we talk about mindful eating. We're not saying that becoming more aware and learning to label our emotions is easy to do. Sometimes we might even be experiencing multiple emotions at the same time, like anxiety, frustration, impatience, and anger. However, if we want to stop using maladaptive patterns like procrastination, overreacting, or even substance abuse, we need to learn how to, at least, define what the issue is. The second step is to reframe the event or situation. In the example about avoiding filling out an application for a job, we can identify that it is perfectly reasonable to feel anxious about the potential job interview that is so important for us. Instead of assuming worst-case scenarios, like thinking that we will probably go blank on the job interview and blow it, we can give ourselves permission not to be perfect and try our best. A big advantage of using this second step of reframing the event or situation is that it helps us develop emotional intelligence. We allow ourselves the opportunity to explore and better understand situations. We can get a more clear picture of what is really going on. We can also realize what are some possible ways to handle the situation while benefiting from having a more comfortable emotional experience. A third step we recommend after labeling our emotions and reframing our thoughts is to find a mood booster. If you're having a hard time writing the job application, you may want to take a short break, drink some coffee or tea, stretch, pick nice background music, 
and then commit to working only on the first part of the job application. Working on the job application while listening to mood-boosting music and sipping your favorite drink may be all you need to get the ball rolling. Managing emotions is not an easy task. We all have the power of using our awareness to wake up and find new ways to better manage stress. We can reprogram our maladaptive patterns into adaptive patterns. This is a great example of why we call this podcast Grow Happy. As you learn to be stronger by better managing stress, you may see a significant improvement in your well-being. Our topic for next week is fear of failure. We will describe how we can learn to rethink failure. We will share strategies to learn to recognize that although failure is frequently inevitable, it can be a beneficial and even necessary part of achieving any worthwhile goal in life. Remember, you can listen to this episode in Italian and Spanish as well. Consider supporting us with a small donation by visiting our website www.togrowhappy.com. The three words together, to grow happy, togrowhappy.com, where you can find all our podcasts and transcripts for each episode. You can also help us by leaving a positive review on the platform you use to listen to this episode and share your thoughts with us. We hope this episode can help you become happy. Goodbye. Ciao. Adios. Adios.